Welcome to our Clothed with the Sun daily podcast, a reading and meditation on the gospel of the day. I am James Thomas. Today is Friday, October the 20th, 2023. It is the 28th Friday in Ordinary Time. Man, the numbers are getting up there. And it's also the Feast of St. Paul of the Cross. Today's reading is from the Gospel according to St. Luke. At that time, so many people were crowding together that they were trampling one another underfoot. Jesus began to speak first to his disciples. Beware of the leaven, that is, the hypocrisy of the Pharisees. There is nothing concealed that will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the darkness will be heard in the light, and what you have whispered behind closed doors will be proclaimed on the housetops. I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but after that can do no more. I shall show you whom to fear. Be afraid of the one who, after killing, has the power to cast into Gehenna. Yes, I tell you, be afraid of that one. Are not five sparrows sold for two small coins? Yet not one of them has escaped the notice of God. Even the hairs of your head have all been counted. Do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. So this reading is interesting. I, <laughs> they're all interesting. Jesus is very smart <laughs> and he's God and he knows what you need to hear and he knows what I need to hear and he knows what the world needs to hear. He is the savior of the world. Only he can do that. You cannot save the world. I cannot save the world. Jesus did save the world. He tells us, don't be like the Pharisees. Don't be hypocrites. Don't be acting as if you're all Christian and then you're not in reality. You're not. And I speak to myself when I say this, I'm not pointing the finger at anybody, but we need to be genuine. That's one thing, genuine and honest. And you know what? Genuine honesty can include negative emotions too. Sometimes we think like, oh yes, uh, and, and it drives me nuts when, you know, oh, yes, father. Oh, no, father. There was a movie. What was, uh, I forget the movie. There was a priest in the movie and he said, um, he was trying to be funny and he's like, oh, I know nowadays you're all on your cell phone and you're doing, and he mentioned some things that were like slightly immoral. He's like, yeah, yeah. Well, in my church, I want you to turn off your phones, but He's like, I know how everybody is today, especially the kids and this woman in front of the crowd. It was the mother of the bride, I think. She said, oh, no, father. In other words, like, what are you saying? You're wrong. Everything's perfect. Everything's great. Nobody sins. No, we all sin. We all have negative emotions. Sometimes those negative emotions can be really good. Sometimes we need righteous anger. Sometimes we even need righteous anger against our church leaders, our national leaders, our family members. Sometimes we need that as long as we don't sin, meaning, you know, vengeance, doing harm, intending harm, etc. Jesus says everything will be revealed. What's been said in the darkness will be revealed in the light. What's said behind closed doors will be proclaimed on the housetops. Think about your deepest, darkest secrets. Now, it's one thing to say, okay, all right, I have a deep, dark secret that just, you know, 
it's personal to me. It's nobody's business and it has nothing to do with something I've done wrong or whatever. Okay. You know, we're allowed to have some secrets here and there, but imagine your worst sins. Hopefully you've at least confessed them. Hopefully you've been absolved of them. Imagine if you haven't, they're going to be proclaimed from the housetops. Everyone will know. It will be made known unless we get rid of them. And then he goes on, do not be afraid. Because a lot of times fear is a motivation in this. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body. In other words, don't be afraid of the people in this world who can do very little damage in the big picture. Yet how often are we ruled by fear? A lot of times that goes back to childhood issues. We feared one of our parents or both, so now we continue to fear authority figures. Or we fear losing our money or losing our job or people not liking us or not getting ahead at work and not being the workaholic that has to always go the distance for that extra thing. Do not be afraid of all these things, but rather fear God. But then he turns that around. When it comes to fearing God, it's a different type of fear. It's a reverence, fear of the Lord, awe, awe of God. He has the power to cast into Gehenna. And he wants to give us everything. He wants us to go to heaven. His intention is to go to heaven. Not one of these five sparrows has escaped the notice of God. Still there, that could be a little bit of a negative thought. Even the hairs of your head have been counted. But do not be afraid. He turns it and makes it very positive. Jesus is constantly giving us the balanced message. It's positive and negative at the same time. Have a proper fear, a righteous fear. But do not be afraid because we are worth more than many sparrows. In other words, in the end, it's all about love. In the end, it's all about a God who loves us, but he respects our freedom. He respects our choices. I wanted to talk a little bit today about the future. We are all concerned about the future. Well, we should be. Most people are. But which future is it that we're concerned about? I have some friends that are very into uh, the end of the world. <laughs> They're always talking about it. And if it's not the end of the world, it's, um, you know, coming chastisements. And like, I totally believe what Our Lady says. In the end, my immaculate heart will triumph. I believe we're in a day where Our Lady will triumph. But we have to, uh, we have to get there. We have to get through some bad things. The world has to pay the price for its sins. I uh, There's a little meme going around here. It's Will Farrell, and it's that movie where he plays the uh, the anchorman. Is that the name of the movie? He plays the, the newscaster, and he's holding a beer. It might be a beer. Maybe it's Dr. Pepper or something like that. And he's leaning back on the chair, and then it reads, <laughs> I don't mean to brag, but this is like the 10th end of the world that I've survived. And it's funny because, yeah, people keep predicting that all these horrible things are going to happen. Uh, a couple weeks ago, it had to do with the uh, emergency broadcast system putting out a warning. And we were all turning our phones off because we had heard different things. It would uh, affect the uh, the chip that's in the vaccine 
that so many people got, if there is that, I don't know. Some doctors have said when they've done autopsy, you know, under, I have friends that are undertakers and they say when they do autopsies on people that have died, they uh, find wiring in them. They find uh, metal things in them and they believe it's from the vaccine, the COVID vaccine. Anyway, that's another whole topic. Um, but yeah, we were all afraid and, uh, we were all afraid last Friday because there was a international, uh, call to terrorism from some terrorist leaders, kill Jews everywhere. They were saying, and kill everybody you can, you know, Christians in a special way too. I special, I don't know, that's not the right word, but in other words, yeah, there are times when we think it's all going to end. I remember, the Mayan calendar apparently ran out on a certain date. It was like May something in 2012. And I was working for a high school and I was uh, watching a softball game. And at that exact moment that we thought the world, I didn't think the world was going to end, but that they were predicting the world was going to end. This huge uh, cloud came through a big storm cloud. And we're like, Oh, here we go <laughs> laughing. But at the same time, like, Oh my goodness, what is this? And then it blew right by. And everybody went on. I think the Lord has such a great sense of humor that he does things like that. He, he'll send in some huge cloud <laughs> at that exact moment that we think the world's going to end. And then it doesn't. Uh, but yeah, so there's those kind of people that think the world's going to end. A lot of us are concerned for our jobs and for our finances. And the world is really tough right now when it comes to that stuff. And I mean, that's another thing. Are we concerned about our future when it comes to our souls? I mean, I want to address those other things too. Jesus says, don't be afraid. I'm going to be with you. You know, we're going to die someday anyway. But if you're with me, if you choose to follow me and have me in your heart, if you choose to be in the state of grace, then you can't help but have me with you because I love you. I, I made you, but I respect your choices. If you push me away, I'm not going to be there. People say, where is Jesus in the schools when all these shootings happen? Well, we've pushed him out officially in writing, in law. We've pushed him out. So maybe we need to start inviting him back in and say, Lord, protect our children, protect our schools. I know people are doing it more and more on an informal basis. So that's one thing. Anxieties for the future. You know, when it comes to your money and your home, God does provide. I mean, he respects our choices. If you have a kid that's, uh, you know, on drugs or whatever, like, okay, we have to keep praying. We have to keep trying. We, we should go to meetings and follow the advice of the experts, not be, uh, you know, people pleasing because we have no idea what we're doing, not becoming an enabler, but follow the rules. But still, like somebody that's on drugs, this and that, I mean, yeah, they've made choices that have led them there. And God respects our choices. But when it comes to like, hey, there's things out of control with my finances. I, I didn't get the bonus at work and now I'm struggling to pay the bills this month or for the next six months or whatever. We need to really pray and put that in God's hands because I hear endless stories of God providing the money, the food, whatever, when the person needs it. That's so easy for God and it's such a joy for him, I'm sure, to provide food for his children to provide rent for his children. This is what good parents do. They take care of their children and God is the ultimate good parent. So, and once again, the stories are endless of God providing. And you know what? Sometimes maybe you live in a mansion 
And maybe the Lord is saying, I'm going to provide for your needs, but not in that mansion. Maybe you just need a nice little rancher because you have like three people in the family. Or, (laughs) you know, sometimes the virtue of prudence is required. The Lord's not going to provide necessarily for us to live lavishly. But what our Lord is getting at here is we should have a healthy fear for our salvation. But even there, if we're doing what we're supposed to do, do not be afraid. And that's called scrupulosity. When we're doing everything we're supposed to do and yet we're still afraid, we still think we're damned. We still think God doesn't love us. So confess your sins, plain and simple. Get to church. And you know, for us Catholics, we have so many things we were given that have promises attached to them. Wearing the scapular. I tell you, I, <laughs> whenever I, there's any slightest hint that there might be some danger or something like that, I always just think to myself, thank God I have my scapular on. If ever I'm going on some trip maybe where, I don't know, the whitewater rafting or something that could be a little bit dangerous, I make sure I get a scapular and I tie it tight so that it's not going to fly off my head when I'm, you know, uh, rowing in in one of those big boats or something, you know, maybe hitting rocks or whatever. I make sure it's tied tight. But the Lord has just given us so many things. And you know what? It's not about the scapular. It's about, even though, yes, that's a good thing that Our Lady gave us. It's great. But it's about the relationship. It's not about the fact that you mechanically pray your rosary every day. Mary promised those who pray the rosary daily will go to heaven. But it's about the relationship. It's about saying, Mother, I cling to you. And then that trust, she's going to take care of me. Just like that baby trusts. Mom's not going to drop me. Mom's going to feed me. Mom's going to clothe me. Mom's going to change me. And that's why they can sleep soundly at night because they know they're being cared for. And that's what we need to do as well with regard to our Lord. It's true. There's negative things because a good parent warns their children of possible dangers. But in the end, God's saying, trust me, I love you. I am yours and you are mine and I've got you covered. So we place all our fears, worries, anxieties, all our stresses into the Lord's hands. We place the future in God's hands. He's beyond time and space. So he's already there and he's already providing for us. Have a great day. God bless you.